The show that you're about to listen to may contain themes of violence, occult activity, strong language, and other sensitive material, as well as a trigger warning. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only, and we mean nothing but respect to the parties involved. Listener discretion is advised. We strive to tell stories in a truthful manner, but press, media, and other sources cannot be verified. Sources can be found in the show notes. Hello. I sound like a dinosaur. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's why a dinosaur noise. Thank you. I love dinosaurs. XD. Raw XD. Are you? Are you? What are you doing? Moving closer. Ah. Okay. Welcome to hell, guys. I said that last time. That's okay. It's not hell anymore at this point. It is not hell. Oh, this well, is... no, it won't be. What? It won't be. It won't be. No, because we'll be done with school, and we'll be I done won't. With school. Our um, summer classes wouldn't be started by that point. Really? Mm-mm. I don't. I have no clue when. I have n- no clue about my summer class. Mine start like mid June. I gotta figure out when mine starts. But mine's only like four weeks, which isn't bad. It's like. It's the work ethics, whatever it is. Stew. Uh, stew 103. Is that it? Stew 100? 103. Oh, I don't know. It's like the same, but different as 100. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrifying. <laughs> We're good now. Tegan burped, but I burped at the same time. Yeah, that was crazy. Like I was trying to hide it and it didn't work. No, I just be having random gas bubbles that come up me too. through me, me and too. it's like a little. It's just a little bit. Yeah, just literally. a tiny little bit. <laughs> That's about all it is. It happens. Uh, or would I be hiccuping? Yep. Um. Wow. Things should be calm by the time that this. I think we're we're over. Here, we're just fantasizing about when this comes out because we'll life be, will be so yes. different. It'll be calm and I'll feel better and mm-hmm. you'll feel better and I'll be good again. Well, everything will be fine again. And then it breaks hell again. And only mere months after, mere yeah, weeks. weeks after. Yeah, we gotta live in the moment while we can. We can. Yeah, we are pre-living. Anywho. Yeah. Uh so. What are we doing? I don't know. What are we, who am I? Who are you? Where are we? We can't give out one of those answers. True. 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 Uh, my my brain's shutting down. I don't know what's going on. Okay. Me every I'm day. Back. I'm back. You're I'm, back? I, are you sure? I think I took a screenshot. I don't know. Yeah. I've been there. My body, my brain just like went blank for a second and I didn't know what I was saying. It happens. It does happen. Anywho, are you going to do a word of advice for us, Tegan? It's your segment first. It's mine. Oh, we're doing first. It shouldn't it be you first since I'm going to be talking this entire episode. I don't know what my... You haven't came up with it yet? 
It just kind of happens on the whim. Okay. Well. What? Uh, uh. what is my segment is what advice I have to give of the two weeks. We have to come up with some fun little funky fresh names, but we're starting now. Yes. Yes. I think that my advice is for at least this period is the hard times don't last. Correct. You go through them. Yes. That's what makes you stronger. Yes. You got to not like look on the past as if it's not. How do I put this? The past does define you, Mm -hmm. but not as much as the future will. True. You can only change what the future holds. Yes. You can't change the past. The past is what it is. Live with it. Yes. So you can look at the past, say, hey, that might have happened, and use that as some type of push towards good in the future. Yes. I think. Correct. I agree. And always make somebody's day. You don't know what somebody's going through. Yes. Make it your goal to at least make somebody smile. Yes, I agree. a lot of people have something going on on the inside that they don't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So the least you can do is make somebody smile. That could be the best part of somebody's day. That's what I got. Okay. So my person of the the episode is Queen Florence Pugh, who is one of the many loves of my life. It's a lady this week. She she is a lady. She is my queen. Um, she has been in Marvel films. She has been in many, 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 many things. She is having quite the year for the last couple of years. She was in Midsummer, which is a very fantastic horror film that traumatized me for literally weeks. Oh. Um, she has been, like I said, Marvel films. I just watched a movie with her called A Good Person, and I cried for all two hours and nine minutes of that movie oh the entire time i just cried i sobbed she's been in a movie with harry styles not a very good movie was that the one that just came out yes we were supposed to go see that we never did we never did i did go see it it wasn't good you would probably you would be really bored you it doesn't take much with the movie no. for me. <laughs> she would you would be fidgety it was oh. i was it was it was it was not good it was not a good movie uh Yes, but Queen Flo, she is our person of the week for mine, my person of the week. I love her uh, very much. Check out all her movies and projects. I've seen a lot of them. She was also in the, she voiced a character in the new Puss in Boots movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know that voice. (laughs) That is my queen. Um, I said that you can fact check with Luca. I love that. That's all I got. Anywho. Speaking of queens. Yeah. We got to give a little shout out to Lem at this point. Lem has had a song come out, yes. like a full song, mm-hmm. a feature. Yes. And she has just released another song or uh, like portion of a song okay. by this point. I was like, already? I was like, I'm still processing Big Bank. Uh, me too. And <laughs> 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 they call it yeah, I gotta stop. I gotta stop because it's gonna go through our brains again. Yeah, but uh, Lemon did tease the song a little bit at UK DragCon. Okay, I don't know if it's a full length. I think it's only like a little. I think it's another feature. Okay, okay. but it's coming out late 
April or May. Uh, One of the two. It's crossing that line to late April, so... I think it might be May of some sort. Okay. But by then, by this time is released, it should be out Out. or almost out. Yes. So be on the lookout. Support our Queen Lem. Yes. And stream Big Bank. Gucci, Gucci, and Big Bank. Okay, that's all I got. (laughs) Now it's stuck in my head. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's... It hits a little too hard. It does. If you haven't listened to it, be warned. One. Wow. Yeah. But the beat is so good. True, true, true. The way that this rapstress goes, it hits hard. It's very true. So, highly recommend. I I am waiting on a shirt. Yes, you are. I hopped on the opportunity. I was one of the first people to order it. We love it. I tweeted at her and she liked it. We love it. So I'm living. You are. And the shirt's cute. It's of the album art. Cute. Very cute. And Pre's new song will be out by then. It's coming out next week. It's called Bad Bitches Don't Cry. True. But I cry all the time. Me too. Alas. (laughs) I'm not a bad bitch, though. Oh, I am a bad bitch. (laughs) I do cry a lot. I I do cry a lot. So it's okay. It's okay. We're okay. It's fine. You gotta <laughs> listen to the Queen's new music, though. Support our Queens. Yes. Right. Yes. Now to our case. What was that? I don't know. It moved. I feel like it just keeps. It's like I have my mic tilted, and it's not where I want. There it is. Okay. There you go. So this case, this case is everything you need. Everything in what? Everything you want. It has adultery. It has murder. Murder. It has execution. It's great. And that's sometimes all you need. If, yeah. (laughs) Depends on, like, if you're like us, then we love new stories. You never know what people come up with. Honestly, you don't know what the hell is going on in their brains that makes them do some of the stuff they do. True, true, true. So this one, yeah, this one's, it's pretty, it's a pretty weird case, but we're going to get into that. Uh Uh-oh, because... You got yours, and then you still have to listen to mine that I found. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm 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 running behind on life, as they say. It happens. It does happen. Um. So let me. This case is about the murderess Ruth Snyder. So she she was she was having a time. I tell you what. Um. So Ruth Snyder was born Ruth. That's not right. I'm already twisting up things. I need to zoom in. I need to zoom in. The the nearsightedness is oh. getting to me. Yeah. Ruth Snyder, born May Ruth Brown, met Albert Edward Snyder in 1915 in New York City. She was 20 and he was 33. 13 years? 13 wow. years. The couple did not have a lot in common as Ruth was a party girl and Albert was a homebody. Ruth went by her middle name, which was Ruth, mm-hmm. um, which we'll be calling her that throughout this whole thing. Um, she was also known as Tommy to her friends. So I don't know where that little nickname came from, but they called her Tommy. 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 I had to make sure I heard you right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Tommy, what the hell? Yikes. Tommy. What the fuck? I don't know. There's I, there's nothing that 
came from her name. That's why that I'm could like, be where did Go that come and from? Tommy. So I don't know. Though they had their differences in the relationship, like personality and age, they married and settled into a house in Queens. Ruth gave birth to their daughter Lorraine in 1918. She was their only child. What's with the Lorraines? Lorraine? I don't know. Because Lorraine I guess it, Warren? It was a popular name because I'm sure they were born around the same time. No, Lorraine mm-hmm. was probably born in like the 40s. Lorraine Warren. Mm-hmm. Now I'm Googling it. We still have to do our uh, episode on them. We do. I really want to do an episode on them because I love learning about them. She was born in 1927. So around the same time. So like 10 years apart. I think it was just a popular name for the time. I think it was. So Albert Snyder was the art director for Motor Boating Magazine. Oh, yeah, that's a name. That is quite the name. That's a name. That is quite the name, but it's not. Yeah, it's about boats. It's a magazine about boats. Um, I would not fly in this time period. No, no, because I know exactly what you thought about. And that's not it. Better not, because that would be really. mm, Yeah. Yeah. Morning magazine. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, a lot of people would, like, back then go for that because of yeah. boating. Yeah. But now, if you were to try that, I'm sure you get a lot more. True, but for the wrong reasons. For the wrong reasons. Ruth also worked at the magazine as a little, like, receptionist at a point. Um, but she quit, and then she spent most days at home caring for Lorraine. Um, moving along the timeline, we jump to 1925. So that was just like the basic general information about them and their life and what they did. Um, now moving to 1925, though Ruth was married, she started being, um, a little naughty and she was having an affair. She was having an affair with the man named Henry Judd Gray. He was also married. So they were... You know, not doing what they were supposed to be Ew. doing. Yeah. Bad. Um, Henry was a corset salesman. I wonder where they met. I wonder where they met. Who lived in the suburbs of New Jersey. She, uh, for their little rendezvous, she would meet Judd in hotel rooms that were nearby as Judd would travel to New York for business a lot. So it wasn't suspicious for Judd's wife because mm-hmm. he was traveling for work um, so when he was gone to New York, or he would like say like I'm going on a trip for work, but really he'd yeah, be going that's to see messed up. Ruth. Um, and Ruth would do this while Albert was working and stuff, and she would leave Lorraine in the lobby of the hotel. Yeah. So parent of the year she was awful. She, she was parent of the year. Um, so like I said. Uh, for Judd, it was not suspicious to for him to be in this relationship because he was already always gone for work. Um, so his wife was never like, where are you going? How was Lorraine never taken? I don't know. She must have been a smart kid and just like so. kept to herself. She must have, there was like no technology or anything. She wasn't like watching TV or sitting. She wasn't just sad and played with her toys and minded herself. Uh, and did her own thing. I wonder if she had people watch her in the lobby. Maybe. But even then, wouldn't you think that the lobby people will get 
the lobby people would have been like, hey, yo, whose kid is this? Yeah. Like, why is she just by herself in this hotel lobby? How old was she at this point? She was born in 1918, and this started in 1925. About seven? About seven. And it lasted for a bit. Um, I have the year where, you know, I think the year that all of this started going downhill was... 1927 so it lasted for two years ish maybe poor kid yeah um she was not she was not having a great time because of her mother's actions right and i mean what can you do ruth was tall blonde and beautiful and judd was short had a cleft chin and thick glasses so they were they were different as well but despite all of that, the affair was happening. Ruth was down bad for Judd, and sh- right off the bat, she was planning Albert's murder. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She... Was it just her, or was it the guy, too? Oh, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hold your horses, dear girl. That's where my brain goes. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> my brain goes to it, questions. Mine would go, too. Um, but Ruth was like, I like this man, so off with my husband's head pretty much but why kill him i have no clue i don't know what runs through like she was just like i gotta get rid of the other man because like just get a divorce but divorce was looked down upon in this time who cares so like i guess i don't know i feel like murder would be worse than a divorce you're right but i mean you can't hold on Ah! you're stuck yeah you gotta like think that in her head she was like well i can't get a divorce but I won't get caught with murder. Yeah. Um. So she began planning and she enlisted Judd's help, but he did not want to. Okay. He did not want to help with this murder at all. Well, he would lose everything. He would lose his wife. He would lose his job. He would yeah. lose everything. Yeah. So he, like, like I said, did not want to do this. Many people believe that Ruth's distaste for her husband began when he hung up a photo of his late fiance in their home. So Ruth's husband, Albert, Mm -hmm. hung up a photo of Jesse, who was his fiance who had passed away in their house. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Um, He also named her boat after uh, the woman, Jesse. So Albert's boat was named Jesse, and Jesse was probably the al- uh, love of, of Albert's life, but she passed away before they could get married. Albert described her to Ruth as the finest woman I have ever met. So she was getting jealous. Yes, because Albert downright was telling his wife, her, I this woman is the love of my life. And I mean, that's pretty much saying like, yeah, I'm yeah. married to you, but... Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not all that I want. Like, I'm just with you because you're That's what I got. messed up. Kind of beat. It is really messed up. It's a red flag on his part. Oh, yeah. Um, and there's other red flags that he had as well. He was said to have been emotionally and physically abusive to Ruth. He blamed Ruth for having a daughter instead of a son and physically assaulted both Ruth and Lorraine when his needs and, like, what he wanted was not met. It was his doing. Yeah. I know, but it's whatever. Uh, uh, did they know that back then? That it was the guy that determines? 
What? It's the guy that determines the sex. Is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. And I'm literally learning about genetics right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that tells you That's how That's why much I'm I saying blame him because he's the one that determined it. I don't know, man. It's the sperm that determines the sex. Okay. Then that's on him. I don't know. I don't. I. It's that's still your kid. Like that's fucked up. It is really fucked up. Um. So he was. He. They were both kind of. They were both doing wrong things. Yeah, they were. Um. But what can it you do? It was toxic overall. It was toxic overall, and they had a kid in the middle of mm, it. Poor kid. Um. Big time, poor kid. So Ruth made Albert purchase insurance. Which is like the starting point to this all. Like yeah. when somebody purchases big insurance, the policy was forty eight thousand dollars, and it paid extra if an unexpected act of violence happened to the victim. So like she wanted that money. She wanted the money, and you when somebody like takes out a insurance claim on like a family member, and like in a big sum. Then you you kind of expect what's happening. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've covered anything with it. Maybe we have. With what? Taking out a big insurance claim and then murder. Maybe like touched on it. Maybe but touched not on like it, but not like this. No. Um, it is said that Ruth made at least seven attempts to kill Albert. How? Oh, many ways. Oh, no. <laughs> um, he survived them all. Why would he not? Because he didn't know that she was doing it. He thought that these were just freak accidents happening to him. Um, So two times she disconnected the gas while Albert slept and left the house. And he was just like, wow, this is crazy and silly um, that this happened twice, two times in our house. Uh, But he woke up and he managed to get himself out. Um, Another time she closed him inside the garage door. Or not closed him inside the garage door. <laughs> she didn't crush him with the garage door. Um, no, she closed the garage door while their car's engine was running. Oh. So he just thought that was another like little accident that, one, that happened. That one would not have passed me. That one really? I would have gotten out. It, it passed him. He got up. He survived. And then she started putting bichloride of mercury in his whiskey. So that's like poison. Mercury poison. Yeah. But he survived again. But. So he was never suspect, uh, suspecting Ruth of these things. He was just like, these crazy things keep happening to me. I don't know why, but they are. That would be a lot of mercury because fish has mercury in it. Yeah. And you're not supposed to eat so much fish. So I wonder what the content of the mercury was. I have no clue. It must have made him sick. <laughs> uh, just a little sick. Like, he knew what was going on, but, like, he didn't know that Ruth was right. poisoning him. Um, I feel like this is... I have this wrote so crisply that I feel like this is going by really fast. It's okay. It is okay. You guys might be getting a shorter episode. I, I really... I wrote this paragraph formatted extra crispy and beautiful for you guys. <laughs> um, so, here comes the night. It is March 20th, 1927. Ruth is found by their her daughter Lorraine tied up in front of a door. She did that herself. She's screaming. She did that she's herself. She's yelling. She's hollering. 
and she says that somebody broke into the house and bur- burglarized their home. I call BS. But it wasn't a break-in after all. Hmm. Judd had agreed to help Ruth murder her husband. At oh, this point. that took a turn. So Judd spent most of the day drinking, trying to muster up himself for the murder. Ruth and him had a plan, and when he arrived in Queens, he walked around for a while before entering the Snyder home. So he was, like, drinking in public, and some people assume that he was walking around in public trying to get arrested before going to the home to do the murder. Because public intoxication, he wanted to get out of it. He'd, like, he was like, well, it's too late now. I'm going to go do this. He could have done a lot of other things, too. Like, he could have, but he didn't. So you'd think even drinking in public and then peeing in public, Jack could have done it too. True, because you would have gotten full on, yeah, picked up if you would have peed in public. True, 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 true. So he entered through the back door, not getting caught by the family. The family was at a party and they weren't planning on returning home until late. Judd went into the spare room where Ruth had left a window weight, rubber gloves, and chloroform. Mm. Yes. These were all tools that were used in the murder. The family got home at two in the morning. Ruth let Albert go to sleep before going to find Judd. So he just was hanging out in the house throughout the day as they were gone, waiting for them to return. Um, They had sex, and an hour later, Judd grabbed the window weight, and Ruth led him to the bedroom that Albert was sleeping in. So Albert was asleep in the next room over while her and Judd did their thing. That is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't they were kind of doing like a celebratory thing and then. Yeah. What the. F- yeah. Exactly. It, they were disgusting. They were like. And they were said to be like freaky too. Yeah. But I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> um, wait, I wish I would have. I didn't write this in because I did turn this in for an assignment. But let me find their nicknames for each other. Oh, gross. What is gross is that they did it next to them. Exactly. Probably did it freaky. And with the kids. Yes. With the kids. Um, so sh- Ruth gave Judd the nickname Bud. While Ruth, despite being two years younger than him, was momsy. Ew. Yeah. Yeah. So they were, they were there, they were, they were hanging out. They were doing their thing. They were just hanging out. They were, they were kind of gross. Um, and then like, there's a bunch of like their uh, relationship had like a bunch of nicknames too. Like, uh, she was kind of just like his boss, which yeah the dominant gal <laughs> the dominant gal um so the beginning of the murder was very sloppy as judd gave a very weak blow of the weight to albert's head so he was like he was not giving it his all Mm-mm. and ruth oh no no she was not having that she uh albert woke up and he was flailing and fighting back but ruth she took the weight and she's the one that gave the blow that killed Al- her husband, Albert. So what Judd was doing, it wasn't cutting it for Ruth. She was like, that's do better. And she did it herself. After the murder, they went downstairs. They had drinks. Like. 
Please don't tell me they did it again. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. They just talked about the rest of their plan after that. But who's to say, like, they might have. They might have. <laughs> oh. Little freaks. Little freaks. This all happened while nine-year-old Lorraine was asleep in her bed. How did she not hear it? I don't know. I don't know. She must have been a deep sleeper or thick walls or they were quiet. I don't know. Uh, Did they knock him out with chloroform or did they just do the blow? Because you would have thought he would have screamed or something. So she probably would have heard that. I have no clue. But that was a very, that was a very smart question that I wish I would have answered. Uh, where's my notes? I have 17 tabs open. Okay. That's me my, with my brain. <laughs> I have 17 tabs <laughs> open. Um, they talked about... They faked a robbery by destroying the home, and then Judd tied Ruth's hands and feet up to make it look like she was a victim, too. Ruth crawled her way to Lorraine's door and started banging on it. Lorraine ran out and removed the gag that was in Ruth's mouth. Ruth told her to get help, and Lorraine ran to the neighbor's house where the police were called. At least, Ruth did not want to hurt her daughter. Right. But also, she did murder her husband. While Lorraine was in the house. While Lorraine was in the house. Um, so, the police at first believed uh, the robbery the robbery story. They believed it was well. Um, and then... They started picking up little things mm-hmm. very quick after. And I mean, like, by very quick, I mean literally during the first investigation. They were mm-hmm. like, that's that's out of place. They were experienced. I mean, they knew what they were looking at. Mm-hmm. They started to examine the home, finding Albert's body bludgeoned in the upstairs bedroom. They also, uh, Ruth excla- like said these items were stolen, like, this, this, my jewelry, my this and that these were all stolen no they found that upstairs under the bed so they didn't why do under good the ju- i don't know they did not do a good job no. at like hiding these things they stick that it in they like said. the bed frame or something mm-hmm. put it make a hole in the wall figure it out something like at least try they could have waited a lot longer if lorraine didn't wake up through the murder she's yeah. not gonna wake up for a while Yes, exactly. They could have hid those better. Um, but yeah, the burglar must have just tucked them under the bed and hid them, I guess. Um, the cops began to question her and she gave in like right away. She mm-hmm. was like, yeah, we, we killed him. Yikes. Um, so a breakthrough in the case came when a detective found notes with the letters JG on them. They were mementos that Albert had kept from his former lover, Jesse. The detectives asked Ruth about them, and she was flustered, and immediately her mind went to Judd, whose initials were also JG. Oh, no. She asked the detective what Gray had to do with the murder. So, she stupidly did that and kind of outed Judd to them. Um, And in that moment... She gave, uh, she blamed everything on Judd in that moment. Judd tried to maintain his innocence, saying that he was not in New York at the time. And, like, at first his alibi was sturdy, like, he had a good alibi. 
But then the police found a train ticket stub that he had tossed into the trash can of his hotel room. And they were like, you're wrong. Very wrong. He was. They were. The police were like, this is from the night and you fucked up. So we caught you. Um, he broke down and confessed. And like Ruth, he blamed everything on his accomplice. Mm-hmm. He was caught and returned to Queens and charged along with Ruth. So it's like they did the kill and they were immediately caught. Yeah. Because they were stupid criminals. Mm-hmm. They were dumb criminals. Uh, so were they going to do the same thing to Judd's wife too? There's literally in everything I read, there was nothing about Judd's wife. Only Ruth's husband. So he wanted to keep her as like a side piece, basically. Yeah. And I mean, she was the ringleader, really, too. So it was whatever Ruth wanted in reality, kind of. Oh, he kind of scared for his life, too. He might have been scared for his life, too. Honestly, this woman was messed up. A little crazy. She, who said if they never got caught and they ran off together that, like, the same thing wouldn't have happened to him. Right. In the future. She was nuts. Mm-hmm. I don't understand people in affairs. No. At all. No, or people no, 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 no. in affairs that then kill their significant other, their their husband or wife. Cheating in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's p- my least favorite thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're on to our final little point. Actually, I guess you can kind of consider there are two more points because I have a fun tie-in about how I found out about this case. Uh-huh. Uh, so this next point is the trial. They were anti each other the entire trial. They were at each other's throats. They blamed each other for what happened. And there was like a media frenzy. This was like one of the first cases that had a media frenzy kind of happen. Uh, Many celebrities attended the trial. Both defendants had separate attorneys arguing for their innocence. Ruth's lawyer said that her husband drove love from the house by longing after his departed sweetheart. So she was turning it and trying to like, because she was playing the my husband loved another woman card mm-hmm. and kind of like it was said. He uh, She also said that Judd had tempted her by setting up the insurance policy on Albert. So she was really putting it all out there. They claimed that she was a loving wife and it was not her fault and that she was a wronged woman. On the stand, she played the role of a suffering wife, telling how her husband ignored her most of the time, except when taking her to the occasional movie. Her lawyer didn't speak on her romance with Judd. Ruth justified their affair by saying that Judd was also not happy at home. You can't justify an affair, first of all, but that's... Yeah, you can't justify an affair. No, no, no. Um, Ruth played that she was a saint... And that she never touched Bullshit. a drink or smoked. Bullshit. But she was a party goer. Yeah. She, she wanted to live that party life. She, the night of the, that uh, Albert was murdered, she literally dragged him to a party so that like Judd could get in and set up everything for the murder. That's why they were out so late. And Judd was, um, and Albert was so drunk that night as well too, that there's like Ruth said, I even had to put my hands on the wheel and like drive. Because he was so drunk. Is that why it took so long to get out of bed and not make any noise? Maybe. That might have been her goal. Maybe. 
Well, it definitely was her goal. To get him drunk. And to get him drunk and kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not emancipated. I've tried to use big words. Write how you talk. <laughs> that's my main, that's the only thing I've learned in college. <laughs> Write how you talk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, that man, Albert was a mess the night of the murder already. And that kind of just made it easier for judd and ruth to Mm -hmm. get through the murder right um so she said i never drink or smoke and then she testified that gray insisted that she take out the heavy insurance policy on her husband um once she told the court he even sent me poison and told me to give it to my husband yeah so she was like she was putting it all on judd yeah all on him and like yeah, Judd's not innocent, like, but, like, he, I don't even know. He didn't deserve that. No. Because she's the one that set up the plan, though he helped. I wonder how much they put into thought with how much they've lied already. Yeah. That what to actually take as no in court. True, true, true. The, both sides were at it. Judd's lawyer claimed that Judd was a law-abiding citizen who had been manipulated by Ruth, which is true for the most part. Ruth was described as a deadly, conscienceless, abnormal woman, a human serpent, and a human fiend in the disguise of a woman. A snake. A snake. He then added that he had been drawn into this hopeless uh, chasm. What the fuck does chasm? Right, how you talk, guys. Right, how you talk. Right, how you talk. Let me define. Chasm. He was said to have. I'm. It's. We're getting a definition on chasm. A deep fissure in the earth. That's <laughs> not it, but okay. <laughs> a profound difference between people's viewpoints. Okay. What's like another. <laughs> what, what, I'm trying to figure out another word for chasm. It's. A difference. Manipulated. Yeah. She manipulated him. And his mind was gone, his manhood was gone, and his mind was weakened by lust and passion. So, this is all very dramatic things, these quotes that I have. So dramatic that I can't even read them. Uh, Throughout the trial, Judd played the victim, and he testified that Ruth had tried to kill her husband many times. True. Mm -hmm. Um, I told her that she was crazy, Judd said innocently. After testifying how she had given Albert Snyder poison as a cure for the hiccups. Huh? Yes. I said what I said. (laughs) Um, She gave Albert poison to cure his hiccups. Cure them by death, maybe. Literally. Um, Finally, Judd said that it was Ruth who had taken the insurance policy out on Snyder. He told how she had given the blow that killed Albert on the night of the murder. Ruth began to sob loudly in the courtroom, and even the judge glanced in her direction. The jury was out and uh, talked for only 98 minutes before coming back with the guilty verdict. Mm-hmm. So not long. They no, knew. No, not long at all. They knew. Both defendants were stunned, and even more so when they learned that the sentence for their crime, for both of them, was death. Mm-hmm. Oh. So though Judd like minor judd did give a blow to albert mm-hmm. which is assault right um but he like he wasn't the mastermind behind this crime 
but he was still given death. So he he could have got like jail time. Yeah, or prison but, time. But death. Not death. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So on to their executions. We've never covered an execution before. Um, Judd Gray was the first one executed on January 12th, 1928. He was smiling in his cell when the guard came to retrieve him. He said he had nothing to fear. Um, and he was ready to go. And that was the end of his life. Why was he the one to go first? I don't know. I don't know. Because she did more. True. Is there... It it was in the same day. Oh, okay. Just like minutes apart. Not minutes. Maybe like an hour apart. Gotcha. It was in the same day. Yeah. Ruth Snyder was executed just mere minutes after her lover was. And when she was being led to the electric chair, she said that... God had forgiven her and that she hoped the world would. The world won't. No. In those moments, the trial was over and so was Judd Gray and Ruth Snyder's lives. So I wonder when Judd's wife found out about everything. Literally nothing is mentioned about Judd Gray's wife um, in my sources. Wife. Judd Gray wife. Yeah. Even I googled Judd Gray wife. And nothing popped up. So. Huh. Maybe they erased those records for maybe. her own privacy. Maybe they had her change her name. Maybe. You never know. You never know. You never know. But when I Google her name, nothing pops up. Which is crazy. But okay. So. Back to the reason why I picked this story. I picked the story um because when i took photojournalism last semester there was a picture in the book and this picture very old picture is of ruth snyder's execution and i i this picture was very cleverly taken because there was no cameras allowed Mm -hmm. or no press allowed um a very clever reporter from new york daily news smuggled a camera into the death chamber He did this by strapping it to his ankle. He managed to click off the photo as the current enter Ruth's body. It ran in the next day's edition of the newspaper. And, uh, yeah, I think that's like, it was the first picture of an execution ever taken. Hmm. And he, I just think that that's kind of cool. And that's what drew my interest to this case in general because it's something i learned out in class in photojournalism and then spencer henry the homie my love he covered it he did cover it a while ago and i was like it just it all came full circle rolling back into my head and i was like oh my god ah um so this was a celebrity trial at the time of it in 1927 but there is like Nobody really ever talks about it in American crime history now. And I'm happy that I tied two and two together with yeah. it because it's, it's I don't cool. know, it's a cool, I like, I like this case. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like old media and there's, there was a movie about this case. I'm not sure what the movie was called. Movie about, it's, I'm sure it's a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> Deadly Games, a Ruth Schneider story. We the love Deadly that. Games. Deadly Games. Yes. Mm. I found the picture. Yeah. 
Damn. So the picture's chilling. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The first Ruth Snyder is in the first photograph of an execution by electric chair. I just that photographer sneaky sneaky and those cameras back then big big. so he was like (laughs) how did he get away with that i have no clue but he did it well enough that i mean not to call a a picture of an execution iconic but (laughs) as a journalism student (laughs) that took a minute to hit me you saw it go through my brain i did Whoa. Like, not to call it iconic, but as a journalism student, that picture is pretty... I mean, it's in a textbook. Yeah. It's in textbooks. And there's, like, whole chapters written about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's iconic in my eyes. It's but interesting. It is interesting. But that was the story of Ruth Snyder, who was a adulterer and killed her... And a murderer. And... A cheater. A cheater. And... Every other er that there is. Yeah. And Poisoner. Poisoner. She tried. She did. <laughs> she did. She was like, This man has to go. And alas he did. Wouldn't you think okay, it was her choice to marry him. Yes. She I would assume know about Jesse beforehand. I it's the way it all just goes back like she's like e- not that i don't even know it's a jealousy issue yes it is a jealousy issue but then she's still having like an affair like can't what if he found out about the affair he'd be jealous yeah like yes he's talking about his uh dead fiance but you're cheating on him so (laughs) well clearly she was really important to him clearly i mean sometimes you find people in their lives oh here's um Here's a thing about Lorraine that I have. So following uh, like everything that happened with Ruth, legal disputes arose between the relatives regarding the care of Lorraine, who was nine years old at the time. The brother of Albert petitioned to be allowed to have legal guardianship of uh, Lorraine, but he was not a member of Ruth's family. Mm. So they were like, no. Which, I mean, that's still Lorraine's family. Right. But because it was not the mother's family, they said no. Why? I have no clue. Why couldn't you take from the father's side? I don't know. Times were weird. So then Josephine Brown, mother of Ruth, petitioned for custody of the girl. Um, and uh, Lorraine had been with the mom, mm-hmm. the grandma, since the murder. Lorraine was formerly placed under the care of her grandmother Mm -hmm. at the end um let's see ruth requested that her daughter not be brought to the prison for her final visit let's see there were many disputes with insurance that ruth had used the insurance her from her husband's life although one policy there's like she took a lot of policies out not even just that one that's all that there was on ruth but it's While incarcerated on death row, Ruth Snyder wrote a sealed letter that she requested be given to Lorraine when she's old enough to understand. Mm -hmm. One year after her mother's execution, Lorraine was aware of that her parents were both dead, eh, but not the manner of how they died. Okay. So, yeah. 
And there's nothing about Lorraine after that, just that she knew, Mm -hmm. but she didn't know that her mom killed her dad and then her mom was executed by the electric chair. Um, So poor girl. Mm -hmm. And she was only nine. Yeah. Uh, So that's that's really tough. But at least her grandma, I hope her grandma gave her a good life. Oh, I'm sure. Because I'm sure she had some trauma. Oh, big time. (laughs) A big trauma. Big trauma. Big trauma. Anywho, oh, that's crazy to think about. Hmm. It was 95 years ago. That picture, the execution, everything was 95 years ago. Jeez. I, I don't know why that just hit me, but. Almost 100 years. Almost 100 years. But that ugh, that means 1928 or 20. Whoa. 2028 is close. Mm-hmm. Approaching. Don't say that. Don't say that. No, no, no. I'll be 28. Oh, yep. I'll be 26. Uh, Depending on the month, I'll be 27 or 28. Same, 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 same. That's crazy to think about. I'm done. I'm done thinking for the day. No, <laughs> I'm done. Oh, that's I am. I'm just looking more motive resentment. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Anywho, that was the story of Ruth Snyder, who. Yeah, the execution of Ruth Snyder. Yeah, literally. Like, and I don't, that's all I have to say about that. Interesting. Interesting case. Mm-hmm. The, I like seeing the old, like, newspaper. Ruth yeah. Snyder and Lover Die, The Times. Literally that, or dead. Old, like, newspaper things are, it's so that's funny to look at. That's what I was looking at. Like, it's like, the... it says dead in big, big letters and then explanation point with pictures of Ruth and. Because that would um, not fly today. No, they'd be like, oh, yikes. That would not fly today. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Anywho, I think this is where we leave you guys. Yep. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Follow us on social media, wherever you have social, wh- whatever social media is. They'll be linked in the description. Or they should be. It should be. I but try. We try our best. We try our best here. Mm-hmm. We're college students. We're trying our best. We're, uh, well, technically, we're on summer then in this when this comes out. So, but still college students. We are still college students. Well, I mean, we'll be in classes still. Anywho, yeah. thank you for listening to us. We mm-hmm. hope you enjoyed this case. And, and holler at us if there's any cases you want us to cover. True, 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 true. We shall see you guys when we see you guys. Later. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.